Boss Man Show here with legendary Greg Palace, the BBC, the Guardian, Rolling Stone, fighting for voters' rights for years. Greg, it's an honor to talk to you, man. How are you doing today, man? Uh, well, it's nice. I just I snuck out of Atlanta for a few days, got back home to Hollywood, but uh, I'll be back in um, in the Civil War uh, by next week. So, now, Greg, let me t- ask you about this because no, you know you've covered this for years. Talk about the vote suppression here in Georgia how it's systematic and, and kind of very surgical, how you got to go about doing it. And you uncovered 198,000 voters were put off the rolls here in Georgia for no reason at all without any notification? That is correct. So you have 198,000 voters who were illegally removed from the voter rolls of Georgia. It started with Brian Kemp when he was Secretary of State. That's the guy who's in charge of who gets to vote, how you get to vote, and uh, now governor. That's how he became governor. He removed voters he didn't like from the voter rolls. That's how he beat Stacey Abrams. You know, not, by, not by convincing voters to vote for him, but by basically taking away Stacey Abrams' voters. And by that, so it's not just any 198,000 voters, overwhelmingly voters of color young and young people. Uh, for example, um, the ACLU of Georgia issued my report we literally identified every single person by name and address illegally removed. Wow. On the cover is Christine Jordan, 92 years old. I was there at the polling station when she was thrown out. 92. They said she had moved out of Georgia, moved out of Atlanta. I went to the house. They said she moved out of. I, I look on the wall. There's Dr. King's photo having dinner with her in that house. Wow. She's Dr. King's cousin. Okay, 92. They threw her off. Uh, there was a Mr. Diaz. Uh, Mr. Watson, uh, it, in other words, and you can tell when you look at the names, black, brown, Asian American, young. Um, so that's what's happening and how they do it. So that's just one of their tricks, but it's probably the biggest, nastiest one. How do they do it? They said, you'll dig this. Listen now they did this. They said that these voters had left Georgia or left their counties, like moved out of Atlanta. Now, you can't vote in Georgia. You can't vote in Atlanta unless you live there. And in fact, if you do, it's a crime. So there's like, there are 200,000 criminals. It was Mrs. King, it was King's cousin, a, a felon criminal trying to vote twice or, you know, exactly. vote. No. So, and one of the things, so then I took the material. Uh, it was picked up after the ACLU of Georgia issued our report. Black Voters Matter, headed by Latasha Brown and Cliff Albright, you know, real frontline. Um, warriors, and joined by uh, the Reverend Jesse Jackson's organization, Rainbow Push, and the Hispanic Voter Rights Organization, Southwest Voter Registration Education Project. It's a big name, but it's SV Rep. And um, they came in and they sued. They took my material and they sued in federal court, demanding that the state return these voters to the voter rolls. Most definitely. Now, uh, you know, like, hey, you got it wrong. Now, it took us a while to figure out how they got it wrong. You know, what's their trick? Well, you know, if you've moved, you know, people fill out those little change of address forms. Mm-hmm. Now, so how they decide people move? Now, under federal law, you can't remove someone from the voter rolls because they've left unless you first check with the post office because the post office knows if you've moved. And they've got your little card that I've moved, you know. Now, federal law requires a check with the post office. 
They didn't check with the post office. Of course not. Uh, they got some list. I don't know whether they got it from the Klan or the Nazi party or <laughs> some white supremacist. I don't know okay. where they got the list. But I can tell you that they didn't get it from the post office because we hired the post office, uh, the Palest Investigative Fund. Uh, I have a, a foundation. We hired the post office. A Black Voters Matter hired the post office with us. And um, they said, Georgia never checked with them. We checked with them. These people were all, none of them, none of them had moved. It, by the way, you don't have to re-register if you just move in your neighborhood in your county. You know, if you're in Macon and you stay in Macon, you don't lose your vote because you've moved down the street. So um, these people hadn't moved out of their counties. So we filed a federal suit, uh, including great people like uh, Professor Barbara Arnwine, uh, who's probably the greatest voting rights attorney in America, she's a Columbia University law professor, runs a transformative justice coalition. So we sued. We had, oh, you know who else we had? Fred Gray uh, was one of the lawyers. Now, Fred Gray, if you don't know your history, he was the lawyer who defended Rosa Parks in Montgomery mm -hmm. and uh, was Martin Luther King's first lawyer. And uh, so you say he's pretty old. In fact, during we had a, a quick trial on an injunction to try to get these people back on right away. He turned 90 during the trial. Yes. He's, he's like a fighter. Most definitely. And, uh, you know, as I say, you know, what have you been doing today? That guy's 90 and he's filing the suit, right? Um, and he has tremendous energy. And um, But we ran into a problem, which is the judge said uh, that we didn't give them enough legal notice to get these people back on in time for the election. We're going to have a trial, but... If they get back on the voter rolls in June, it won't matter for January 5th. No, it won't matter for January 5th. So, so we asked for an injunction. He said, Well, you have to give them more notice. So, um, Latasha Brown and the lawyers said, Okay, we'll give them more. We'll, we sued again on Friday, gave them more notice, saying, Okay, here's now. So, then we what we did was we uh had a press conference. You'll dig this. We had a press conference in front of the Capitol building. You know, you got the Confederate the golden dome, as I call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> and so, you know, it's like, you, you know, you go with this and, and you go, so we had uh, uh, CNN and NBC and all these uh, outlets in Georgia. And so the lawyers is like a group of like six top attorneys, Latasha Brown and Black Voters Matter. I'm there. And we march up the Capitol steps to give the lawsuit to the Secretary of State, the guy who took Kemp's place. His name is Raffens Perger, believe it or not. It really is of called all names. <laughs> <laughs> and so we go up, you know, and we've announced it because we put it in the press. We actually called them and said, we're coming. We got to serve you the papers. We get up to the top, goes past the governor's office. You know, there's the governor's office. And, and the Secretary of State's office is closed. Lights out, doors locked. This is a state office, right? Mm -hmm. they, you know, this is like back from like the 1950s, you know, like uh, with the sit-ins and stuff. So they closed the office, and uh, which I don't think is even legal. And you can't lock doors on the public during office hours. So they, they lock up the doors. They're like missing. They have a little phone number, cell phone number on the door. Latasha calls that and just says, you know, leave a message. So then Latasha Brown says, you know, they have another office. Maybe they're hiding there. So sure enough, so we back down marching, go to what they call the, the twin towers, the little towers next to the Capitol. 
go up to Secretary of State's office, and we walk in, so you need to speak to official, and there we spot the Director of Elections. And say, come on here, and slam him with the papers. And we said, by the and, and uh, Gerald Griggs, who is a great Atlanta voting yes. rights, civil rights attorney. I mean, this guy represents the NAACP. He went to Oxford, by the way. He's no, he's no slouch. And uh, Griggs uh, said, okay, I see a voting, um, a timestamp machine there. I want you to stamp that. Latasha Brown says, the judge told you to talk to us. So you want to talk to us? Uh, well, we'll set a meeting. He said, no, no, no. There's an election right now. Are you going to talk to us? And when is that going to happen? So he's squirreling around. Then I jump in and say, and I got to ask you a question. We have people like Mrs. Jordan. We have a guy um, named uh, Mr. Diaz, uh, Mike Diaz. We have, a, um, you know, several people here besides 109. We've actually talked to these people. They haven't moved. I've met them. I've talked to them. I've put them on camera. Are you going to put them back on the voter rolls? He says, well, look at the evidence. I, just, I said, I didn't say that. If we can prove to you, and I can prove to you with a video camera that these people have not moved, are you going to put them back on the rolls so they can vote January 5th? He's squirreling around. Then I'd say, you remember I said that they had to check with the post office. He basically lied to the court and said that he, was, he wasn't he was sure, but he's quite confident that they had checked with the post office. No, they didn't. He knew it. They knew, he, he knew they didn't check with the post office. They didn't know that, you know, you can't do that. So he violated federal law. So I said, why'd you lie to the court? Why'd you lie? I mean, you go to jail for that stuff. You know, you know that is assuming we now have a new... You know, in another month, we might have a new Justice Department, we hope, unless Trump just <laughs> – he's saying he's not leaving. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing, but, you know, you, I, I might not, next month I might not be laughing if they really do declare martial yeah, law. Yeah, we got to be careful on January 20 for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, he said he's not leaving, and his uh, – Mike Flynn, thank God that guy went to prison because you realize he was supposed to be our national security chief. And, you know, we'd have martial law right now if he were in charge, if you're still there. So we don't know. But assuming we'll have a new Justice Department and, you know, I will see what happens. But I can't wait for January 20. We got a January 5 election. Most definitely. So, you know, one thing, can I make a, an appeal to people not just to vote? First of all, vote early. Don't don't wait yes. for January 5. It's, the lines are going to be five hours. OK, there is early voting um, just about every day, um, not uh, Christmas, obviously, and and you're supposed to be allowed to vote on the weekends, but uh, this weekend, but a lot of counties in Georgia are violating the law, not yes, allowing are. people to vote. But yes, if are. you can't check out your early voting, um, you know, you have to, you know, yeah, you'll have to wait in line depending on where you go from a half hour to two hours. But, you know, it's kind of fun. People are in a good mood. I know that Papa John's was passing out pizza. Ben and Jerry's was passing out ice cream at most of these places. So it's good feeling. Um, and, uh, but the other thing is that if you're going to, if you're going to, don't mail in your vote. If you have, if you have a mail-in ballot, it's too late to mail in. Drop Just box. Don't do it. You put it in the drop box, but now I want to warn you. Two of the three people I watched about to put their ballot in the drop box. Two of them did not put on their return address. Now, I know you're thinking, well, it's not a, I'm not mailing a letter. It's right here. If you fail to put on your return address, they can cancel your vote. The other thing is make sure you sign it. It says elector must sign. 
you're the elector. I know most people think, well, why do they call it elector? You think it's an, like an official, like an election official? No, no, no. You, the voter, are the elector. You must sign it. So where it says elector must sign, that's you. Yes. So don't screw up your ballot if you're going to stick it in the box. If you're not sure, wait in line and redo yes. it. And then what you do if you have already have a mail-in ballot in your hand and you're not sure, wait in line, go to the poll, and you hand them the mail-in ballot, and then they give you a regular ballot, and you go in and vote. Most definitely. And by the way, they're very important, and it's – well, I'm, you know, obviously the United States – and by the way, you know, if you don't know it now, see these fingers – you get two votes for the United States Senate, not one. If you want to vote for Warnock and Ossoff, you can do that. You can vote for the Republicans, too, if you want, but you get two votes. So there's two Senate races. You can vote for two because I know some people think, oh, I have to choose between Warnock and Ossoff. No, 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 you don't. You can vote for both of them. And, if you know, look, if you want to vote, it's up to you. I'm, I'm for voting. If you want to vote for the Republicans, that's OK, too, for me. I'm just saying. You know, they, you know, let's face it. Um, they don't want you, if you're a young person or a voter of color, they don't want you to vote. Okay. You so therefore right. you vote because they don't want you to. Now there's also a second race on the ballot. And I'd like people to think about this. It's called public service commission mm -hmm. and Democrats and Republicans are running. There's a guy, a Republican named Bubba. I kid you not. Like this is like, yeah. so there's Bubba. And then there's the Democrat. There's a lot at stake here. The public service commission sets your electric rates you know whether you pay get shafted on your electric bill or whether yes. you get a fair electric bill and stacy abrams made a big point that you know they're trying to build they they're building this uh crazy nuclear plant called the the Votal nuclear plant mm -hmm. and now stacy abrams has said it's not a question of whether it's safe or not safe it'll probably never be finished anyway so don't worry about it being unsafe because they'll never finish it but it's costing billions Yes. And this and so the the GOP thinks you ought to pay this. Now, understand basically every family in Georgia is going to have to if they go through with this, they're going to have to pay at least a thousand dollars a family on your electric bill. So, you know, if you want that nuclear plant and you think it's worth it, and you want to spend the, the you know, if you got a thousand bucks and you want to have a nuclear plant operating, uh, go right ahead. But if you don't. <laughs> You gotta vote. You gotta keep vote for the uh, Ossoff Warnock Public Service Team. It's up to you. I uh, like I say, I'm for voting, no matter who you vote for. But don't fail when you do the two Senate races. Then there's two Public Service Commission races. Please vote for every position on the ballot. There's so it's two Senate seats, two Public Service Commission seats. So that's really important. And I imagine in some counties there's also some county uh, seats yep. uh, on the line. Now, uh, and by the way, let me, I'm, I know I'm, I'm just yacking on, but I'll no, give you you're good, one, Greg. Hey, one I, more I give, story. I, I give my guests room. Trust me. You're good, brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And um, then I was down in Cobb County at, um, on Saturday uh, with uh, uh, attorney Professor uh, Barbara Arnwine. And um, Cobb County had 11 early polling stations for the general election. Mm -hmm. And to everyone's shock, remember, this is Newt Gingrich territory. Biden won Cobb County. And a lot of the Republican county commissioners lost, the Republican county commissioners lost their seats. But they're still in office until January. So they voted 
to close six of the 11 voting stations in Cobb for early voting. Now, you have to understand, under Georgia law, you can't close voting stations. If they're in the general, they have to stay open for the runoff. Yes, indeed. But but all six stations that they closed were in African-American neighborhoods. I know you're shocked. I know you're shocked. But they closed six. They closed basically every African-American neighborhood polling station. Same in Hall County, too. Same in Hall County as well. Hap- in fact, we know there's 159 counties in Georgia. And it's really hard once you get it outside of Atlanta to even find out what these characters are up to. So they closed those stations. Um Voting rights groups raised hell, so they reopened too. It's still that's still a violation of the law. Also, Georgia law says you're supposed to have weekend votings, and some most counties in Georgia are not allowing the weekend early vote because they want to stop souls to the polls. Uh, in much of America, um, you have African Americans and Hispanics vote on the Sundays before election on the grounds that, that you know you can't get off work and a lot of people don't have transport, so it's after church. Well, they've made that difficult. So you got to find out. Again, they violate the law, but they figure, you know, look, um, you know, sue us, you know, and then we'll have a, you know, it'll be too late. Exactly. So, you know, one of my things is that we're trying to expose all these things. We're trying to tell the story. And that's why I'm really thrilled that you've got me on. And uh, in fact, we'll take this tape and we'll send it out. If you, if you have a, uh, oh, you're yes. post it. We, we're going to get it out it'll, there. It'll be posted, trust me, Greg, because, Greg, that's why I want to have you, have you on, because I had on Daniel Blackman, uh, the Public Service Commissioner, uh, last week. And so Bubba declined my request, of course. So but Bubba didn't recline, decline your request. Yes. So. <laughs> well, wait, if he wants to be a public service commissioner, aren't you part of the public? Yes, I'm a radio show. I, I'm in, in Atlanta area. Uh, big stuff on, on social media following. So you might want to talk to me, but obviously he assumed uh, that, hey, he w- wouldn't be fair. I'm a fair guy. Now, I, 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 I'll keep it down the middle. If you're wrong, you're wrong. You're right, you're right. I'm down the middle, Greg. But I mean, like, I'm not Listen, let them make their case. My problem is, I think. The big problem that the and it's the GOP. I mean, it's not like I'm picking on one party or another, but the truth is, it's the Republican Party, which is basically instead of trying to convince voters yes. to vote for their candidates, they're just trying to block voters from voting at all. That's yes. just not American. You can't. They're they're attacking uh, American citizenship. Now, I got to tell you, when we went into federal court, I was there with Latasha Brown and all these big shot lawyers um, saying, put put these wrongly removed voters back on the voter rolls. One of the most it was extraordinary. The Republican National Committee out of Washington sent their top lawyers to tell the court, don't put these people back on the voter rolls. Now, wait a minute. If you're a political party, why don't you convince these people to vote for you? Why are you trying to keep them from voting? But that's their game. They even sent in Trump's uh, private uh, lawyers, the guys that are trying to are hoping to defend him from uh, the upcoming criminal charges in New York. And so they so Trump's got his criminal as guys trying to keep him out of prison, obviously, and the Republican National Committee all working overtime to stop people from voting. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I say, I'm not telling you to vote for. But I am telling you that these people are trying to stop you from voting, which I hope that's a good enough reason to oh, vote. Yeah. 
Because I'm going to tell you something. They're only stealing your vote because it's valuable. Yes. And you know, if someone's stealing your car, I got to tell you, the Democratic Party, not not in not in Georgia, because we have in Georgia, it's very different. You have Stacey Abrams and kind of leading the party. But in most of America, the Democratic Party doesn't like us talking about vote suppression. And the, uh, because they say, oh, if you tell people that someone's stealing your vote, then you won't vote. No, no, no. What Stacey Abrams has proved is that when you tell people the your truth. vote, they're, they're, they're trying to shaft you out of your vote. Your vote's valuable. You go and protect it. I mean, someone tries to steal your car, you don't throw them the keys. Sure don't. And you say, stop. Um, so, you know, that's, so I'll be back in a few days. Uh, uh, New Year's, I'll be back with you in Georgia. Maybe we can uh, get together from a nice, safe social Oh, distance. yes. I, I'm looking forward to you coming back. I'll tell you that off there. Like, yeah, yeah, when you come back to town, let me know. I'm going to text you so we can even link up. Because this is so important, Greg, because I want to ask you this, Greg. I, I read in some places trying to purge people who voted in November. Is that true? Yes. Yes. So the new thing is that true. It's an organization called True the Vote, okay. which is a right wing organization. In fact, um, I don't say this, you know, I, I don't just, you know, throw this word around, but they really are a racist organization. They are challenging the votes of 300,000 Georgians right now. People who voted wow. in the general election, they want to stop you from voting in the runoff. Um, they are, one of the problems is while even the state of Georgia, which is not exactly on your side, says, you know, these people are like nuts, but that doesn't help because they're suing, they're, they're challenging voters in, a, in each of the 159 counties. So you got a lot of rural counties. First of all, you got a lot of uh, Republican, white, frankly, white controlled counties where they're more than happy to knock off black voters and Hispanic voters. Mm -hmm. And then you've got, um, and then you've got other counties which are rural, poor, and uh, uh, black counties where they don't have the money to fight these people. They don't have the ability. So we're trying in every way. You know, the number one thing is they can't steal all the votes all the time. I mean, look, Biden won Georgia. You know, if you look at the exit polls and you look at the polling, he didn't win by 12,000 votes. That's the official count. He won by 112,000 votes. Easily, easily. But they stopped. They, they discounted ballots. They threw them out. They challenged mail-in ballots, challenged Dropbox ballots. They challenged registrations. And, you know, uh, provisional ballots are bad news in Georgia. Now, by the way, if you go in and they say, here's, oh, you're not on the voter rolls or we don't like your ID. You got to bring photo ID in Georgia. We don't like your ID. Here's a provisional ballot. Well, remember, they don't count. They don't count most provisional ballots. In fact, if you get one, make sure you get the number that goes with it to see if they've counted it. And if they haven't, you're allowed to go in and cure, they call it curing. You can fix your vote. So be very careful if you get that weird provisional ballot. That doesn't mean that's going to count. You're going to have to follow up. There's a, a number on your ballot and you can call and look it up and, and see if you have to like go in. You may have to go back into a county office with a, you know, with a new ID or something or some like your electric bill showing that you live where you live. I mean, it's crazy. It's all oh, look, it's just a new variation on Jim Crow stuff. You know, mm -hmm. it, and I know it. They know it. But you know, look, you're going to have to fight for your vote. You're going to have to fight for your vote. You're going to minimum wait in line. Fill out that ballot properly. If you get a hit with a provisional ballot, uh, 
fix it up, you know, cure it. You're going to have to go back and cure it as they call it, which is, you know, if you left out, maybe you sent in your ballot and you forgot to put that, uh, sign it where it says elector sign. Again, that's you. You have to go in and sign it. So it, nothing's easy about voting right now. Most definitely. But everything is on the line. Everything. Because if the whoever wins those two Senate seats controls the United States Senate, and whoever wins the public service seat is going to determine whether you pay for that nuclear plant or not. So, Definitely. you know, that, that's, a, that's not a minor pocketbook issue. You know, when I, just so you know, you know, before I did this work on elections and as a, as a journalist, before as a journalist, I was actually an investigator for attorneys general justice department. And we went after Georgia power. I was investigating Georgia power about 30 years ago. Uh, for racketeering, fraud and racketeering. These guys are <laughs> ruthless. You know, it's like, you know, well, let's put it this way. As I said at the time, and they were facing an indictment by the federal government, uh, the Justice Department recommended indicting Georgia Power for, uh, as a criminal enterprise. I said, look, this is, this is a criminal enterprise parading as a power company. Uh, Georgia Power is like, and, and you know, the other thing is, they control a guy named Brian Kemp. Yes, they do. Because one thing people say, where did Kemp come from? Remember, he uh, he beat Deal. Remember, he he won the primary, which shocked people. So where did he get all this money? Georgia Power and Georgia Pacific. Now Georgia Pacific, which makes all which makes all America's toilet paper, basically grinds up your pine forest and turns them into toilet paper. They're owned by the Koch brothers, Georgia. Pacific is a subsidiary of Coke Industries. That's why they have that giant building. You don't need a 25-story building in Atlanta that says Georgia Pacific on it. Sure don't. To, to just make toilet paper. That's Coke Industries. That's the Coke brothers. So between the Coke brothers and Georgia Power, and you know where Kelly Leffler, you know, who's running for Senate. The Atlanta or, Dream owner. Yes, she owns the Atlanta Dream. Where'd she get her money? She's on the board of Georgia Power. So understand that the GOP is all locked up with Georgia Power and Georgia Pacific, the Koch brothers. So you, there's, they're basically draining your state. These guys, it's like a smash and grab on Georgia and they can't continue the smash and grab unless they got their people in. So Kelly Leffler was on the board of Georgia Power. Your secretary of state who's in charge of the vote, Raffensperger, you know, this guy's worth a fortune. He got it because he has the cement contract for the nuclear plant. So you see how these guys are all like locked all up intermingled, together. all <laughs> intermingled together. Yeah, and uh, doing a shakedown on um, your uh, on your pocketbook. See, they can't remember. It's always follow the money. They can't take your money unless they take your vote, right? So that's what that's all about. So you know, I've just been trying to expose it. I've been working in Georgia on, you know, basically investigating in Georgia um, for seven years now. I started in 2014. I was the first person to put Stacey Abrams on national television. So 14, then I worked for Rolling Stone, came back in 16. Uh, in 18, uh, when Stacey Abrams ran, I was doing those, those stories then. And here I am now working with Black Voters Matter, uh, ACLU of Georgia, um, and uh, the Reverend uh, Jesse Jackson, my old friend of 50 years, as he reminded me, of we, we were young together. <laughs> we're not so young anymore. 
but um, but you're still fighting the good fight, Greg. That's the main thing. Fighting, fighting the good fight for us. Well, when I want to give up, I look at Fred Gray. Just turned ninety, and he's and he's fighting. You know, it's uh, you know, he's he's at full speed. So you know, it's like I have no excuse, right? Most definitely. Well, Greg, I thank you for what you're doing for our state of Georgia, man. I thank you so much. I think like it's so important that we know what's going on behind the scenes of Georgia. Why? Things are the way they are here because a lot of people ask me, why is it this way? Well, I can tell you, but I have better guests who know more than I know, like you, Greg. You can work it down for our listeners and tell them really what the real deal here is in the state of Georgia right now. Well, I got to tell you, if you want to follow what we're doing and follow the lawsuits, obviously go to blackvotersmatter.org um, or go to um, and also to gregpalast.com. That's G R E G P. A-L-A-S-T, Palast. So gregpalast.com, and you can follow our continuing reports from Georgia. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to be done on January 5th. This battle ain't over by any means. It's a national battle, but it's also Georgia has – the reason I've been going to Georgia for seven years investigating is Georgia's always been ground zero of the battle over Jim Crow voting tactics. And so I'm not going to drop it because, you know, they had Stacey Abrams race in 18, which was stolen from her. Uh, it's not whether she's, whether I was for against, you know, Stacey becoming governor or not. It's whether it's my view that the voters should decide, but go to gregpalace.com, go to blackvoters.com, uh, excuse me, blackvotersmatter.org and uh, stay up on what's going on and vote and vote carefully and, Get that provisional ballot, get that number. If you're going to put it in the drop box, don't mail it. Don't mail it. But do put it in the drop box. You want to use that mail-in ballot. Make sure every line is filled out or they're going to get you. So, you know, Jim Crow is live and well in Georgia, but so is uh, kind of the the Crow Hunters. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. But, Greg, thank you for your time today. This has been a pleasure. We'll do us again real soon. We come to town, man. Let's, go, let's meet up for real, man. Let's meet up when you come to town, Greg. Okay. Uh, see you on New Year's then. Catch thank you, you so much. Have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas as well, Greg. Yeah, okay. Merry Christmas. Best to your family. Stay safe. Bye. Bye now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.